0: well hello there it's another day i'm jim harrington
1: and i'm bill knight glad to see you today you survived well just about well, um the red nobody else did the red
0: tsunami the red wave is more of
1: a trickle if you know what i mean uh i hate the know there a- were some shoo-ins i mean some guaranteed shoo-ins to win Carrie Lake out in Arizona. She might pull it out, but boy, I I have my that's doubts. That's not going well. And, that's and not Blake going well. Blake Masters uh, it appears he
0: lost to yeah. uh, in his bid to win a Senate seat in Arizona. But a lot of a lot of things wrong with that election. I mean the 20% of the voting system was down in the beginning of the day. 20% of the system in Maricopa County wasn't working the tabulate
1: the tabulation machines uh well you know i went and voted yesterday now i voted in luzerne county long time ago it was a democratic county it's been staunch republican now everybody i know was voting red now i went there stood in line got in you know everybody was happy i did my thing cast my ballot checked it out and then you take it and you put it into the machine it scans in now it won't give you a receipt now I thought it was odd. I put mine in, and it spit it out. Put it in, spit it out. Put it in again. Oh, it took it the third time. There you go. How many times it's did you vote? Now? I mean, when you think about it, how many times do you? I mean, you don't know it whether didn't, it didn't. It, no, it wouldn't
0: accept. Oh, I know, the I know. But let's say hypothetically, you fed it three times, thinking the first two times it didn't take. When in well, reality, Fetterman
1: would have never won if I got to vote
0: three times. But yeah, that wasn't yeah, the case. Yeah, but they also they also can. In the system, they can flip it. So when you're voting one way, it's registering another way. I'm just saying, Bill. We talked about this. We, you and I talked. And I swear, Bill, you and I were the most consistently uh, cautious people about the elections. I've I heard every other prognosticator out there was saying, "Oh, it's going to be a red." The red wave is actually going to be a red tsunami. And you and I consistently said, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I got a call at two in the morning after I tried to go to sleep, going, I'm done with this. Somebody going, You were right. Fetterman won. How stupid are people in Pennsylvania? I'm going, you know, Pennsylvania got the right to vote for the Senate in two or in nineteen fourteen. Maybe it's time to take that right back because <laughs> apparently we got a state of
0: dumbasses. Well, I, I don't think that's the case because I think most people voted the, the proper way. I do think the same guys who were stealing the system uh, in 2020, do you know, we, we were marginalized and minimized for cri- for criticizing the 2020 election, and it was almost instantaneous. Mm-hmm. It was almost right out the door. If you said, well, what about those guys who were uh, taking boxes of ballots in at three in the morning when they shut down uh, to go to bed? Remember that they, in, in the uh, collection center in Philadelphia? The, and you know what they were carrying in. They were carrying in b- ballots uh, and mm-hmm. they they had to know what they needed to win. And last night. In Pennsylvania. They got that
1: down. They figured it out.
0: Yeah. They knew what they did wrong in 2020, and they made sure it wasn't going to happen in 2022. No one's talked about those 250,000 unverified
1: ballots they sent out. Well, you saw those. They came in early because Fetterman got an early 200,000-plus dump from the West. That's your area. Well, every single one who got one of those ballots was uh, voting for Fetterman. Absolutely. And you know what? He maintained that lead. Now, Oz did close it. There's still 7% of voting left, and apparently the um, the mail-in ballots haven't been counted yet. So how we're at 93% count when we had a big mail-in rate, too, I don't know. But they know something so, that we don't know. They want you to believe that the state
0: of Pennsylvania looked at two guys, one who was Uh, A smart, uh, accomplished surgeon who was street savvy, who had gone out in the business world and made a career, an alternate career as a nationwide, successful, syndicated television host, he wasn't good enough for the state of Pennsylvania. They would rather have had a guy who was living in his parents' home until he was past 40 who when he got a job it was as a mayor of a, a city called Braddock, Pennsylvania, which is a ghost town, and he did nothing to make it any better, and then he has a stroke, and the stroke, it just it crushed the guy, and nobody wanted that for him. That was something which was, no one could have expected that happening, but he was not a capable guy after that stroke. He couldn't do a sentence that was thoughtful and, and meaningful without messing it up. And we're to believe that the people in the state of Pennsylvania looked at these two guys and said, you know, I don't know about you, but I kind of well, like going this. i Fetterman. I like this Fetterman guy because, well, you know, first of all, nobody wears a hoodie better than John Fetterman. I mean, heck, you know, and it hides that, that huge lump tumor thing on his neck so beautifully. And you know, when he talks, he says things that make me feel good. For example, you know he likes the Eagles because he said the other day, the Eagles are better than the Eagles. And you know, he likes the Eagles. I mean, it just doesn't make sense that this guy beat Dr. Oz. I don't think he did. But this goes back to what you and I talked about before. Will Mm -hmm. we ever see in this country... Another fair and honest election?
1: Ever no, I don't again. think so. I don't even think we're going to have to vote in the future. I think that uh, we are going to be dictated as to uh, what is, we're going to get. Well, that's you know, Joe thought. Biden that's kind
0: of—that's a good thought, Bill.
1: Well, Joe Biden kind of laid it out yesterday, and in, in a speech, he sat there and says, "You don't get to accept hundreds of thousands of dollars, um, uh, uh, you know, in aid." You know that he was. Touting that he gave out, mm-hmm. and then attack his administration. That, according to King Biden, he thinks he bought and paid for us with uh, COVID relief and stuff like that. You can't attack him because he's responsible for all the good things we got. He's the king, and that's what people are saying. He thinks he's the damn king of the United States. You know, not a paid for and bought uh, puppet.
0: Did you wonder why M- Mitch McConnell? didn't send funds for promotion and uh, uh, campaign ads and stuff like that to people like uh, Oz and Don Bolduck up in New Hampshire. He lost to. McConnell had a duty as the, you know, leader of the party, you would think, leader of the Senate, to make sure that These candidates were funded properly so they could compete, and he pulled the funds. He didn't send the money for their campaigns to run ads. And the other side, by the way, just flooded the
1: whole whole campaign with money. They had all Mm -hmm. the money they needed. And they still got a war chest, and you got to wonder where and how they got all of that money. But, you know, you could look at Mitch and say he's part of the problem, or you could sit there and say, He knew because he is one of those rhinos, and he he might have just sat there and said, spending this money now, even though I'm a rhino, would be, you know, pardon the pun, shooting our wad. We can't do it now because it's a waste of money because the fix is in. And until you can fix the fix, you know, we're spinning our wheels. We're just, they're putting on a show for us. You and I talked about
0: Mitch being closer to the left than he is to the... MAGA people and uh, people Mm -hmm. like you and me, the common voter. And I I do think that's the case. And I think that uh, when push came to shove, uh, he didn't come out and directly hurt these candidates. You know, he didn't say nasty comments. He did call them weak candidates, by the way. He did call them weak candidates. In the meantime, I never heard him once talk about Fetterman and how weak he was as a candidate. I never heard him once say anything about any Democrat. He did criticize the weak Republican lineup
1: of candidates. I think Fetterman would have won by a bigger percentage. Not that he won, but I think it would have been a bigger percentage had he not had the stroke, and they had to adjust for that when it was called to task. Yeah, this guy is not competent and capable. They're going, well, we're still going to win this thing, but we have to adjust these numbers. Uh, And that's what they did. Now, these numbers could change. Who knows? And who knows what the people are going to do. Are we going to become a Brazil or not? I don't know. But, you know, I I think that this is the United States of America. We take what we get, and that's it. We don't care. You don't care.
0: Here's what we know. These are the fast facts. Uh, It was not a red wave as it was projected to be. Four Senate seats are still up for grabs. Nevada... Georgia, Wisconsin, and Arizona. Wisconsin. I mean, Ron Johnson. This guy should be a shoe-in in in Wisconsin, and it's still questionable. Still too close to call on the biggest Senate races. Uh, A delay in Arizona, Maricopa County due to, quote, ballot glitches, end quote. And additional results are expected on Wednesday night. Now listen, friends. Anybody who was paying attention knew in 2020 that Arizona had major problems with their systems. They've Mm -hmm. had two friggin' years to fix them. Two years to fix them. And you're telling me that right out of the box, as soon as the election started, they were complaining about problems in Arizona, in Maricopa County. This is corruption at its highest level. Trust me. Also, Ron DeSantis was reelected in Florida. AOC reelected in New York. Can you believe that AOC? We saw her at town halls where the people were screaming at her.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, what about Kathy Hochul? She wins too. Now she was a shoe in to lose her ass, and she wins. Well,
0: Kristi Noem uh, landslide victory in South Dakota, which is good. But these are people who are keeping their seats. Republican Jen Kingham, uh unseats. Democrat Elaine Luria in Virginia and Beto O'Rourke fell short in his third time to uh, run for something in Texas. Uh, he's a three-time loser. He's out. The Democratic nah, Party won't. Nah, he's a Democrat. You know, he... They'll they'll dust him off and he'll run for something else. These people never Biden go away. The okay. they never go away because he's got money. I mean, he's married, yeah. I think, to a billionaire. So he'll just they'll just keep funding something. J.D. Vance, Republican, wins Ohio, but that wasn't a shoe in. It was supposed no. to be a shoe, and That was kind of a squeaker, at least in the beginning. Republican Mike Lee defeats Independent Evan McMullen in Utah. Democrat John Fetterman wins over Memon Oz in Pennsylvania Senate race. Uh, that's still... You You know that is just... It's beyond my comprehension. I can't figure that one out. I mean, I do know what I think it is. I think it was corruption, and I, I, I just am amazed that they have the gonads to do it every every two years.
1: Uh, I'm sure somebody could explain it to me, but, you know, when you're watching online and you can see the online ticker of the numbers changing and nothing's going on, all of a sudden you see a big, it's a big dump where they're dumping, you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of ballots. And all of a sudden you see the wheels start spinning, but they're spinning blue. And, you know, well, there's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100,000 votes. And for the red, one two, three, and I'm talking about Oz and yeah. Peterman. That's because somebody
0: somebody in a back room somewhere with a computer said, okay, add the votes. And they hit a key, and vroom! <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, there was 150,000, 200,000 votes. I know, you can marginalize and minimize me all you want, but uh, trust me, I think that's what happened. Some of the top issues for American voters during the election cycle... Included inflation, threats to democracy, crime, immigration, and border security and abortion. Now, if that's the case, why would they vote in Kathy Hochul again when crime is through the roof? Why would Mm -hmm. they vote in the same people who have allowed this to happen? You know, the people who who have stood by and allowed the gas prices to go sky high and you voting them back into office? Give me a break.
1: Well, you know, here's a tweet that I saw. You know, when I was posting our show yesterday, we post on Twitter too, and Hillary's name came up and Joe's name came up. They're in there. They're in there. You know, but either way, all of a sudden I see this this tweet from somebody that goes, "Oh, it's it's a lady. Could be a bot." Says, "Oh, for goodness sakes, if gas prices influence your vote at all, you're not educated enough." To be casting a responsible vote, you're not educated. To be casting a responsible vote, unless you vote for blue, let's let's play.
0: What if? Mm -hmm. Now, what if the other side could manipulate the votes with uh, computers? Because you know the computers that they said weren't hooked up to the internet, we found out in 2020. Well, they kind of actually are hooked up to the internet. Well, we had to have him hooked up to the internet so he'd get down. We could
1: download quick tallies. You know, we had to do that. okay gave that away in there. Well, we have new technology. As the votes come in, we can show you what counties are voting what. Well, that's a computer, friends. Of course. And it's tied into the machine, which but, means we're being lied to. So let's say if they can do that with the votes,
0: what if the same people who can manipulate the votes can also manipulate social media, try to soften the ground a bit with bots who put out these liners every Mm -hmm. so often just to, you know, I I'm Ron Foonman. And and if you uh, can't vote a certain way, then you really shouldn't vote. I mean, these aren't real people. Possibly. We live in a world friends. Look at, I write fiction. Okay. Bill will tell you uh, my avocation was to be a screenwriter. So I, I, I write fiction, so you got the radio, and now you're doing a podcast. Yeah, that's true. But, a political podcast, but this sounds to me like a perfect a perfect movie because it has all the elements: deceit. Yeah. You know, there's cheating involved, there's stealing involved, there's power involved. Goodness knows, people. We said it yesterday on the show, Bill. You and I talked about. What is the other side going to lose? They're going to lose power.
1: They're going to lose friggin' power. Let's just think about it now. It's very clear to me, which it was clear beforehand, because you kept asking me over the past weeks, months, what do you think is going to happen? And I said, I think it's going to be stolen. I think it's going to be stolen. And now Mm -hmm. I wake up, and it looks like it has been stolen. Yep. You know, but I... I, 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 this is just too much to believe and to fathom and process uh, right away. I'm still unpacking my brain here from, even though I knew it, I kind of felt it was coming, but I, I, I'm i still unpacking all the, the crap that's in there. But what are these Democrats uh, going to do? Because it looks like they're going to hold the House and maybe the Senate. Uh, actually, I should say that the other way around. Right, Looks like they're going to keep the Senate and looks like they're going to get the House. Mm -hmm. And if they do, all right, we like to do the what-if game. So we haven't liked, nobody has liked the past two years. Inflation up, gas prices up. Uh, We are no longer producing. Joe has already said, forget it. We're not going to frack. We're not going to do natural gas. We're going with all wind and solar. And everything that he said he wants to do, his little croonies are going to let him help do. And if they want it all again, friends, you got what you paid for. We're screwed. Nancy you Pelosi you was on uh, Nancy
0: Pelosi was on an interview program uh, about a week and a half ago. And she was she was the most confident I've ever seen her about the fact that they were going to hang on to the House and the Senate. You know, there's mm-hmm. no guarantee even now that we're going to get the the house. It seems like the house is ours, but
1: now we're getting the mail-in ballots and things like that and things can change. Well, the numbers are actually close. It's it's very it's so close that even though we picked up a lot of seats, they haven't picked up as many even at the trend, we're going to be right there and you know, they, even if they get it by one, they got it. And they have control cuz one thing that uh, Democrats do that Republicans don't, if they want something, even if I am if I were a Democrat and I really don't want it, well, Nancy, you're saying, okay, Nancy, a l- a look at Manchin. He got screwed by his own party. Oh, I know. By saying, okay, yeah, I'll go along with it because we got to stand united. Mm-hmm. And then they screwed him yep. without Vaseline. Well, Republicans don't do that.
0: And, and what's his face? Uh, uh, Biden comes out the other day and says, we're going to shut down all the coal stuff. And Mansion gets mm-hmm. all ticked off. Like, wait, hey, that's terror. What do you mean you're going to cut, shut down all the coal stuff? That's what we make our money with in the state of West Virginia. But Manchin should have known how they they would treat him, you know, six months ago when he decided to go along to get along with the Democrats.
1: Yeah, and there's <clears> a long blue train and it's coming down the track, headed to nowhere. You uh, yes, we're on board that train now. I think that
0: people in the United States weren't uh, accepting of the idea that the elections could be stolen. I think that mm-hmm. a lot of people were asleep in 2020. I think a lot of people who don't really pay attention to politics, they just uh, assumed that uh, the other side was full of hui, meaning the right, when they when they said that there was uh, election fraud. Because, you know, all the anchors on MSNBC and CNN they all said it was a perfectly fair election. And heck, I saw Nancy Pelosi on television being interviewed, and she said it was the fairest election she's ever been through. So, she, so it had to be a fair election. Those are the people in 2020. But I think a lot of those same people today, after what happened last night, might be a little more aware of what's going on. They may be a little more awake. Some of them may be thinking, wait a second. What is he old, old saying, once shame on you,
1: twice shame on me? But what are we, What are they going to do about it? What are they going to do about it? I, I'm tending to think that in typical American fashion, they're going to sit there and go, this is a bunch of crap, shrug their shoulders, turn around and walk off and go about their day. And wherever the chips fall, that's where they fall. They're, you're not going to do a damn thing. Because you know, America has become, uh, and I hope you don't take this personally, but I think America has become the land of wussies. You know, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't, they don't believe, they don't believe in fighting what they stand for anymore. I and wonder if go out and, I wonder if uh, not a had, exciting. A riot, the, same but, people, the same
0: people. The uh, same people were in nineteen forty forty one. Would they have responded to World War Two? like we responded to World War II. Would we have had Absolutely the people not. racing out to stand in line to enlist and join the armed forces to go out and fight the the Nazis and the Japanese during World War II? Would that have happened?
1: I doubt it, too. I doubt I, I, it, too. Now, what would happen if something happened catastrophically, we were attacked catastroph- catastrophically, which we have been attacked by China, and they continue to do it. But would we take up arms and go to war against them? And would we get in line to fight for our country knowing that you may not come back? Would they do that? Your your fathers and forefathers did. Are you willing to do it? Probably not. <clears throat> so we
0: have a country that allows stealing, corruption to, uh, to run the system now. Uh, I think what you said is very true. I think that I think that Trump's going to have a heck of a time, a heck of a time being reelected,
1: as popular well, as he gonna, is. I I think that that that's part of it. You know, they let Desantis win because Desantis, although he is a strong candidate and you know hope for the Republican future, you know, by taking down all these elections up front, that means they can control and. Trump is now dangling on their justice string. They can do whatever they want slap him against the wall. They can beat him up and they will indict him. They will put him in an orange suit just to sit there and show off we're Democrats and this is what we can do because they got the power. And I heard someone on one of the talk shows this
0: morning call in and say, You know, I like Trump, but don't get me wrong. Uh, I was really happy to see what Ron DeSantis did. And I think that I kind of think that DeSantis might be an option in 2024 because he doesn't have the baggage that Trump has. And I thought, see, why would the other side want or allow, if they control the system of cheating, why would they allow DeSantis to be so successful in Florida? Maybe they figured that if they can have a successful DeSantis, it will help divide the right, separate the people from Trump, and uh, make it uh, even easier
1: for them to win in 2024. Well, the other thing they're planning to do, it was on one of the talk shows last night, they said, yeah, that was too big of a red wave win in Florida. We've got to take that state, take it back as soon as we can, and flip it blue. So in other words, Ron, enjoy your victory today, because no matter how damn good you are, and you're a good candidate, and you're a nice guy and a nice family, they're going to vilify you. They are going to throw so much crap at you that by the end of when they're done, you're going to stink worse than uh, they say Trump stinks. And this goes to uh, what Obama
0: said the other day, and I, I'd i play the audio, but while we were talking, thing. while we were talking, for the first time in our little history of doing our shows, uh, mm-hmm. my computer, which is a relatively new computer on the right, just died. And it, it's almost as if, you know, I'm not being conspiracy theorist here. <laughs> oh, gosh. But anyway, uh, fortunately, the main computer that we're working on is still working. I use two computers. And, uh, the yeah, one
1: well, I- actually, we go through a series of computers to make this connection, believe it or not. Right you sat there and looked at it, and I was going like, "Oh boy, there's a there's a zigzag puzzle, you know, zigzag all yeah, over the place." Yeah. Yep. Uh,
0: I think that yeah, I was looking at how they connect my studio to Bill's studio, and we bounce all over the country to get from one end of our state to the other, <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, which makes no sense at
1: all. But then again, it's well, the that, world yeah. we live in, and that's how it works with it's uh, it'sanotherday.com. And then C R N America. I mean, C R N America. The the uh, servers are in England. Am I correct? Well, the main servers are, but then they're also in Europe and they're Canada. Here, they're everywhere. Uh, There's like nine main servers that that thing bounces around on, and everything. You know, and everything's like kind of like time zone thing or whatever. It's like it's crazy. There's a lot of speculation about where we go from here. A
0: lot of people who are who've been paying attention. There are some people, by the way, besides us, who uh, have speculated that this would happen, and it did. And um, they also think that maybe there's something else going on. We're getting into the conspiracies now. But there are other people out mm-hmm. there who think that this is all part of a a plan, that uh, not to panic, that there are other people in higher positions, good people, white hats they call them, who are... Uh, Who
1: have things under control. I I hope that's the case, but I I have my doubts. I think I have my doubts too. Kind of like that old song Zager and Evans, the year twenty-five-twenty five, if God's a coming. Yeah. He ought to have made it by now. You know, well, I I'm starting to believe, well, you know, you gotta quit holding out for hope. Because when you when all you got is hope, you got nothing. Sometimes you've got to sit there and take matters into your own hand you take that any way you want to and that but basically i'm saying you're gonna have to grassroots you got to get yeah. out there if you think it was stolen you protest peacefully and you let people known and you and you stand in in unison now the one thing that i thought would be a cool thing that you could do which i do think you can because let's face it you know they're targeting the uh, the MAGA people or republicans and they know who we are by how we registered, and they know how we voted, whether we like to think so or not. But I'm going, okay, if everybody I know voted for, let's say, Oz, and I'm going, Fetterman won, everybody's making, making fun of this guy. Did they go in and make, did they make fun of him to me and then go vote for Fetterman, or did they vote for Oz and it got stolen? Well, the only way to know is if you had a way of going back to see if, A, they got registration of your vote and b that you can look and see and verify that was my vote but there is the only record they have is you voted that's it
0: oh if absolutely they don't have-
1: i mean look for example mail in
0: ballots, right you oh, there's, fill, there's you, the big deal you, you fill out the ballot you fold it up you put it into a a blank envelope without your name on it or who you are it's just an anonymous envelope you take that envelope and put it into a bigger envelope that has the address of the, uh, the voting people you're sending it to, uh, clerk of elections or whatever in your, in your <clears> county, <throat> and then they get the ballot that you sent in. They, they op- rip it open. They pull the anonymous ballot out, the an- anonymous envelope, and they put it in a stack of anonymous envelopes, and any record that you actually voted is gone from that point on. I mean, I'm sure they must scan something in, you know, from the uh, your return address on the main envelope, you know, you had to sign that, and there's an address, so they may say, said, oh, well, uh, Jim Harrington voted, okay, so we'll make a notation of that so he can't vote twice. But as far as the actual counting of the ballots, uh, the, anything goes from
1: that point on. I mean, uh, your vote is and anonymous. Like I said, And like I said, on the electronic, I sat there and I did it. It prints out a paper. I go and take it over to the one scanning machine in the polling center, and I run it in, kicks it out, run it in, kicks it out, run it in the third time, it takes it. Same thing happened to the person before me oh, and the person after me, so I'm sure that that was happening all the time. And, of course, a lot of these polling centers in Pennsylvania, uh, they had to delay or how long they could stay open because they needed more paper because of the people coming out. I'm watching uh, the election. All the people got together.
0: I'm watching the elections last night, and they said uh, most of Pennsylvania is in except they're reporting problems in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's us. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, why is that? And you're saying that you, you fed the system at least
1: three times? Uh, three times. And you know what? If somebody were to sit there and say, I think he's making that up. Well, let me tell you something. The chief of police who lives right down the street from me is a personal friend of mine. Now, he wasn't working the polling center, but the lady that signed me in was his wife. Has done that for the past five years. So I can verify. I can sit there and verify that machine, and it's a problem. It doesn't even give you a receipt that you voted. Hasn't since day one. All right, they said there's a problem in Wilkesbury, right?
0: You fed the system three times. You three times it didn't take. You thought, you know, enter once, nothing. Enter who the twice. hell knows what it did? Well, let's say, let's say you every time you fed it. Let's say hypothetically, it accepted something. So at the end of the night, for every person who voted in Wilkesbury, there may have been a final tally of three times that many votes. Meaning, if there are a hundred thousand people who were, who could vote in Wilkesbury. They may have seen the tabulation at the end of the night of 300,000 votes. Do you know what I'm well, saying? Let me ask
1: you. Yeah, let me ask you a question. You get a one paper out and it shows you know a print of who you voted for in that particular you know uh you know for you know governor, senate, whatever, you know, state rep. You know, so it shows who you voted for and then it generates a barcode which I assume Shouldn't assume. You know what that makes me, but I'm assuming that it takes all that information and generates a unique barcode that actually—that's what it scans to give you your vote. How in the hell do you know what it's—it's—it's it's, it's, uh, generating the number for? Could I get that? Could I get that—that that thing that is now destroyed, which I can't, but could I get it and say, "Well, let's let's get a reader and see what it says." And there's no way for me to verify that what I put into that machine uh is exactly what I did. I see it in print from my edification, but for anybody else and for that vote, that barcode could say, uh, you voted for Hugo Fu Manchu. Yeah, you know, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I I think
0: that the the system didn't start having problems like this till they instituted the uh, electronic voting. The steel was on first with these voting s- uh, machines in Venezuela. Okay, this is like t- 15 years ago. There was a lot of talk about how they were misused in Venezuela. So you would think they would have stayed far, far away from these machines in this country because they had all these problems in Venezuela. But nope. All of a sudden, every town, every precinct has got a, a computerized system to me uh, I'm I'm with France France says look it we vote with paper we vote uh, with a, a pencil or whatever in an ink but we don't use machines and we get everything tallied up by the end of the night by the next morning by the time you wake up and have your morning coffee you know how the elections went and who the candidates saw that won And Mm -hmm. we poo-pooed that in this country, but we did it for, uh, what, uh, 150, 200
1: years? Everything was paper, and we got along, didn't have these problems? And now we have the problem. Well, you know, the the funny thing is, when somebody goes, I'm going to run for state rep, I'm going to run for congressman, you know, Mr. Jones or whatever goes to Washington, you really, the way the system was designed, you go and you win an election— you're there for two or four years, depending on the office. You might do a second term, and that's it. It's not a career. You're. It's not a job. You're going there to do a job, and then you go back into the public. But these candidates today, they look at it like, wait a minute, I don't work for you. You work for me. Oh, yeah. And I get to call the shots here. So if you take it from that perspective, I don't want you – telling me whether I have a job or not. Screw you. This is my business. So I'm going to learn how to sit there and give you the show that you want to see, but I will never leave power. Schumer, Pelosi, Schiff, uh, Mitch, all of these people are fixtures, and that was not what we were supposed to be. You have Katie Hobbs who refused to debate because she
0: would have had her clock wound, okay? She would have had her, her, her lunch stolen if she had gone into a debate with Carrie Lake. Because Carrie Lake is articulate, she's confident, she knows how to talk in front of a crowd. She made a, a career out of uh, being a TV news anchor for years. So Katie Hobbs doesn't debate her. But you would think that disqualifies, that she never can win now. She never can be the next uh, governor of the state of Arizona because she even refused to debate. So you have somebody oh. who didn't, who refused to debate in Arizona, somebody who can't complete a sentence in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and, they, and we have somebody in the White House who is cognitively screwed up too. And these people are all being voted in again and again. Kind of makes you wonder. Well. Again, it goes to where do we go from here? Where do we go? Uh, uh, will the country accept this and just put its head down and go back to work? Will you know? It means if these results stand, it means that gas prices will continue to go up. It means that there will be heating shortages in our country this winter. That some st- some uh, towns will have blackouts. Because of a shortage of electricity. It's going to happen.
1: Look at New Hampshire. Is it? Yeah, it's New Hampshire. Now, Sununu got back in, but uh, everything else is all blue, all blue for that state. And yet, New Hampshire, they're already pre predicting because of what the blue did to them and set up that they missed the boat on a couple of things, that they are going to have some, their power grid's going to shut down for the winter, come around Christmas time. And stay down for weeks on end in one of what will be one of the coldest winters. So if if the vote is true, whatever you get up there, you voted for it, you know. And if you didn't vote for it, you better do something and do something now, because you're about to get your butt froze out in the cold. What this says, friends, is that if you
0: voted for a Democrat, you think that our our border situation is actually pretty good. You, you by voting for a Democrat, you said, "Hey, let's leave things alone. The Democrats are doing a great job. Look how secure things are." I like hey, the well, fact. I like the fact that we have fentanyl coming across by the truckloads.
1: No big deal. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, you got kids. Well, you know what? Don't be surprised when you get a call from the school. Yeah, your kid OD'd on fentanyl. Well, you yeah. know what? You've got no one to blame but yourself because if you voted blue. You voted for that. Oh, well, they said that the red's going to take away my Social Security. You know what? Go look it up on the Internet. Google it right now while well, you still can. If not, I can produce the audio, Right, not right this second. It's on my phone. Joe Biden, early in, earlier in his career, not that long ago, sitting there going, that he was asked if he would go after uh, Social Security. He goes, oh, yeah, you've got to that's the big target there that's that's where you can save the money but joe is keep keep saying the blue uh, the right wants to take away the social security it is joe it is the blue they have been lying to you all along you can find case after case after case where your elected officials that you dutifully went out and elected i presume uh lied to you. And they've actually said no. They want that pile of money. And Democrats have been guilty of it in the past. Taking that money that you and your employer paid in for for your retirement will borrow from it. You must like high gas prices. You
0: must like it. Yeah. You must like the fact that heating oil is going to be through the roof if you voted for a Democrat. Because this is what they stand for. They stand for getting rid of, of fossil fuel they stand for electric everything, wind power. I mean, you're going to have electric cars. And by the way, you know, the way they have flooded the market with electric cars and stuff, you know, every General Motors has them. Uh, all the car companies have an electric car now. I wouldn't be surprised if the next couple of years they forced the uh, car companies to phase out fossil
1: fuel cars. So well, I think they're going to. California is on the bandwagon for that. Now, you know, I think, you know, we got California West. I think Pennsylvania is California East now. Uh, I really do. Well, I, I, you have to believe
0: that we're California East if you believe it was fair. I just, look, at I can't do anything about it. I voted the right way. I did my job. But I i refuse to believe that it was the will of the people in the state of Pennsylvania. I don't believe it. I believe that, yes, there are some people out there who would vote For a plant, if it had a D beside it, okay, they would vote. Hmm. They would vote for a rock if it were running for uh, the state, uh, the senate position. So
1: you're telling me that uh, a lot of the blue are inbred stupid idiots. Well, I
0: just think that they,
1: it's like a religion. They were brought up a certain way. I'm a Democrat. I'm gonna
0: vote Democrat. Yeah, my dad, my mom voted. My dad voted Democrat, Now I'm a Democrat. And I, hey, did you hear about the Steelers pick this week? I mean, that they are more interested in what's happening with the Steelers, a lot of them, than what's happening with their government, which has a direct effect on them. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't believe, by the way, that it was a fair election this time around. Look, at I'm. You can minimize and marginalize me again. And by the way, don't be surprised if, in the not too distant future, the Democrats come along. There internet police and uh, remove our program somehow
1: from oh the I internet. think a lot of the right talkers are going to be gone before the 2024 election they want to smooth this system out to where everything is working perfectly in the land of the blue that's what they want that's what they're gonna get and don't be be surprised if we don't pull a Canada in in the months to come maybe even before the end of the year your guns yeah. If they take the House and the Senate, bye bye baby, bye bye, and you'll never get them back. You will never get them back. Let me say that one more time. You, you will, will never, never get, get them, them back. back. <laughs> uh. And if you're caught with them, maybe they one that they didn't know about. Then you're going to go to prison because you are. You're a red gun-toting felon. I don't care now if you if you peddle drugs and you rape and steal and burn down buildings well you can get out i mean that's that's you know that's a form of protesting
0: so if you voted for a democrat then you also uh, like the fact that there are item and food shortages in the supermarket that the the things the staples that you you need to uh, to live the food the bread the the eggs, the meat, all that stuff going up is good. You like that. You like paying maybe two or three times what you paid this time last year for something. That's because you like inflation. And by the way, yeah. by the way because you're keeping these people in that job, because you're keeping Democrats in those offices, it ain't going to stop anytime soon.
1: It's just going to keep on keeping on. Trust me. Yeah, Now, you, but you know, they're going to promise you higher wages. Yeah, the higher wages mean higher prices, and the spiral just keeps on going and going and going, and you will end up with nothing, nothing, nothing. Look at the history of Zimbabwe. We're almost there. Pretty soon, to buy a loaf of bread, you're going to need a million bucks. That's okay. It's paper money. We can print you a million-dollar bill, and you can get A loaf of bread. You like the fact that we're sending... It might might cost $8 million.
0: You like the fact that you're sending billions of dollars over to a a country that you couldn't find on a map a year ago? Mm -hmm. Okay. You like that idea because the Democrats are big on us sending billions of dollars to the Ukraine. And they're spinning that war, friends. I saw a report over the weekend uh, from CBS. They got an inside tour of one of those biolabs, those mean, evil biolabs in the Ukraine that the Russians were talking about. And they really were a kinder, gentler biolab. They were working on things that made things better for humanity. They were working on cures, and they were all relatively harmless viruses, things that you could find anywhere. They weren't working on any weapons because... Well, the lady who was giving the tour to this reporter said it, and this reporter, like a numbskull, just nodded his head in agreement and said, oh, really, and accepted everything she was saying, and then gave it to us, spread it out to the United States on CBS Evening News. And I thought, Mm -hmm. whatever happened to investigative journalism? You know, they didn't go around and say, there's one biolab in the Ukraine making viruses. Initially, they said there are no biolabs, but then they said, well, there's 12. And then they said, well, maybe there's 20. Uh, and finally, they've said over 40. So if there's over 40 biolabs and this, this guy walks into one handpicked biolab for a tour and he's supposed to tell us that there's nothing to worry about, give yeah. me a break.
1: And what happens when one of those bio labs has an accident? And the not so I, yeah. deadly virus is a killer plague. Then, hey, then what's their story going to be? They're making
0: those, and we, we we talked about this. Well, oh, we make of them here in the United States, in Boston, London. Boston, London, yeah, at Boston yeah. University. They 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 didn't even tell the CDC. They just started working on it.
1: Oh, and the well, CDC you know was what? surprised. What's the old saying? It's better to ask, or, or ask for forgiveness for, yeah. than it is permission. Exactly so right. So if I'm going to do something bad, I'm not going to ask you if I can do it. I'm just going to do it. And then when you find out, oh, well, I didn't know you would be offended by it. I'm sorry. Will you accept my forgiveness, uh, so my apology?
0: You have to accept, if you accept the result from last night as being an honest election, you have to accept that <clears throat> we as a people— are in favor of high prices, no security, the war in the Ukraine, uh, higher gas prices, all of these things we're comfortable with. And I just can't accept it. I just don't believe it. I I do Uh believe there's an element out there that would have voted for all these things because they're Democrat and they believe it's the Democratic thing to do. Uh, I heard somebody say, well, actually, the most effective thing that we heard over the last few days was... They started to say, democracy is on the ballot. And I thought, oh, gag me. You know another thing, Bill, that we should all agree on? That, that? that? pundits are full of crap, for the most part, on television. For the most oh, part, absolutely. We, if, if this election stands, the pollsters, they should get other work. They should all get out of the, the business because they were all wrong. All the pollsters said, oh, this isn't just going to be a wave. This is going to be a tsunami for the red. The Republicans are going to have a banner night. So if this stands, that says to me, once again, the pollsters aren't worth the powder to blow them to hell, as they would say.
1: Well, yeah, you, you could be right, could be wrong. Maybe the pollsters were right on the money, but they they couldn't. One thing that you can't get in a poll. Hi, who are you voting for? Oh, you're going to vote red, are you? Why? Oh, because of the economy. Okay, I get a high gas prices inflation. Understood. But then the pollsters cannot find out, do you think the election was stolen? Do you think it's going to be stolen? If you don't ask the question, why not ask the question? Ask the question, do you think that any elections have been stolen or that they could steal the election. That would be an interesting... I would imagine would some of the pollsters are going to do that, uh, like today.
0: They'll say... Oh, uh, I, I would. I'd uh, be
1: on that one right now.
0: Are you surprised with the elections, and do you think it was stolen? Do you think it was yeah, a fair election? you got to
1: ask the question. Because, but see, even so, you know, the left is prepared for it. And you know what? I don't even want to say the left anymore, the cabal. This This is... This we are, we are run by a very evil mob. Now, they've cloaked themselves in blue because they infiltrated a party according to a plan that Obama laid out, Carl Schwab laid out, you know, uh, what's his name, Soros laid out. This has all been planned, and they had to I, take I, over a party. I think I may have mentioned this once before. I heard a guy say,
0: why don't the communists start another party? Or why don't the socialists start another party? And somebody said, no, 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 that would take too long. What we need to do is infiltrate one of the existing parties and take it over. And I thought, this is about 25 years ago when I heard this, and I thought, boy, that's that's a pretty ambitious goal, take over a party. Well, I I think that's exactly what they've done. I think the far left socialists have taken over the Democratic Party. It isn't what it used to be. It is something- Well, then
1: maybe maybe conservative, can people of conservative sorts, moderate conservative, need to take out, or not take out, but take over the Republican Party. Because there are well, some old bastards in here. Uh, the MAGA group has taken yeah. it over, but you know what? Let's get a movement that goes, all right, if we truly lost it, okay... We got two years of hell because they're gonna tear this country down. If they own the voting system, if they own the way to make the votes,
0: you know be counted, then how do you win? If they have a system in place that they can manipulate at will so they get the results they want, how can you ever, ever have a successful election again in this country? unless you do an entire etch a sketch and and that would mean and I'm just going to throw this out here that would mean that the military would have to have some gonads and and do something that is right for our country if if this is corruption and if the military knows this is corruption then they have an obligation because of the oath they took to protect us from this corruption am what? i correct
1: Yeah, you're correct. But if you're going to infiltrate a political party, you've got to have the muscle to back yourself up. So wouldn't you infiltrate the military too with like-minded people? I think there's a unique thing about the
0: military. I think that at the top, yes. I think that many of the military generals and and leaders in Washington could easily be corrupted because they go to the same parties, because they are Mm -hmm. part of the same group, they are of like minded people in Washington. That being said, I think there are a lot of patriots who are generals and and colonels and uh, majors in uh, positions of power around the country who may have a who may be able to see what's going on. I'm just saying this is all hypothetical, folks. We have to be very careful about where we go and what we say because it is not to be we're we're not talking about, uh, We're not trying to incite anything. We're just speculating.
1: That's all. We're trying to speculate. you know what? You do have to be careful what you say. We have to be careful what we say. But there is nothing to stop you from sounding off and saying, I don't buy it. And I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. What does that mean? Well, it just means you're pissed off. You want to get pissed off and vent on this show, you certainly can do it. We'll let you vent, uh, as long as you don't incite anything that uh, is um, illegal that could get you and us in trouble. Last night I was thinking, boy, where does this take
0: our podcast now that all this has happened again? Do we even have a purpose anymore? I thought about this for a while. Do we even have a purpose anymore? I thought about it too. But I woke up this morning thinking... I think they need to have this podcast and other shows like this now more than ever.
1: Yeah, uh, they do. Um, Because we've got to sit there and, if anything, we tell the story of what happened. Because here's the thing. Um, Who knows when somebody wakes up in their mind that, hey, i got to get involved with the political system. Does it happen when you're 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20? But it happens. What are you and I? You and I are common
0: men. You and I are average Joes. You and I are just, just guys who, you know, not, nothing very special. But we're venting and we're speaking from the heart. And we are Americans and we are we think of ourselves as patriots. And I think that what people can get out of this podcast is that they're not alone. If you feel yeah. like we
1: feel, you're not alone. Hey, look, if there's something you can do, I would tell you, the only thing is make your voice known. And if you see that you've got a big crowd, uh, a big crowd, a big crowd, uh, <laughs> you know, then, then make that crowd bigger. Trump is doing that. And maybe that's the purpose of Trump is to keep the fire going. He's stoking the coals and if, if we need Trump, we need him now more than ever to stoke the fires. Maybe he's not going to run. Maybe he says he's going to run. But he's got to keep that fire ignited for 2024. And it's apparent that we got screwed in 2022, the midterms. But the unfortunate thing for Trump, if they hold the House, uh, especially the House, uh, if they hold that and they still have the Senate, then Trump better get on his bu- that plane is beautiful by Oh way. what a great plane I think it's, that, I think it's yeah, nicer really than Air Force One. He calls it Trump nicer. He calls it Trump Force One. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would be, you know, I'd be sitting there going, Maybe I would go to some reclusive island, go land the plane there and, you know, because he is going to be declared an enemy of the state. Uh, even though there has been a lot of proof And there are still investigative reports out there that are damning to the left that are getting ready to come out, if they're allowed to come out, if they don't get the kibosh. That's why they had to to hold the midterms, because if they didn't win or maintain power, then the cat's out of the bag, and there'd be a lot of criminals going to jail. But what they're going to do now is point fingers. And even as of this morning i still heard people talking about well the economy this is what we inherited those high high gas prices it's all because of trump you know he is going to go down in history as the root of all the evil of the democrats
0: i i don't Just know ask. whether it's going to stick bill I, I that's one of the things that i think that they, they they've made a miscalculation on the left i think By doing it so blatantly again this time around, a lot of people, like I said before, realize that this election wasn't kosher. This election wasn't proper. And and Mm. if this one isn't proper, 2020 probably wasn't proper too. I think it's going to have uh, an adverse effect in the long run. I don't think that they're going to have the success they think they're going to have down the road. You know, it's like somebody who... Goes to a dinner table and they 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 steal a cupcake and they don't get caught. No, I think I'll steal two cupcakes. And after a while, well, they go to the same place. They steal half a dozen cupcakes because they have no there's no consequences. But after a while, the person who's holding the dinner looks and says, "Hey, stop eating all those cupcakes.
1: I see you. You know." And I think that's what's happening here. You gotta hope. I mean, that's yeah. all you can do is is hope. But now I remember back. In uh, the 90s, when uh, there was, uh, well, the new Gingrich and the big Republican wave and everything and the, uh, you know, the 100-day pledge, there was actually uh, Republican think tanks. And these think tanks were out there to strategize and come up with plans to navigate through the political climate. And I think the Republicans had think tanks going for this midterms. And I think they had a good... Strategy, mm-hmm. but what they didn't have a think tank for was a think tank of geeks how to yeah. get past the steel.
0: The difference between the 90s and today is that they had computers in the 90s, but they were big computers in centralized locations, and and you took the paper ballots, you know, and they, they were punched, right. they were the punched uh, things, punch cards. It was a different kind Which of adds, yeah. system. Now, the, the problem is we have all of these uh, PC uh, voting machines in every precinct, everywhere. They're all interconnected. They all can be, I'm sure, manipulated from a centralized source at, at will. It is a, a system that is it is far and away easier for them to cheat now than back in 1995. We are in, and it's not going to get any It's going to only get easier for the people who cheat. Every time they have an election, they will find a weakness, and they'll fix it. And it will get so that they can cheat at will, and you'll never know, and you won't be able to do a darn thing about it. And with that being said, my friend, we got to end this thing because we have talked for an entire
1: hour. And we could probably do two if we we had to. We could. We could go on and on and on, but we'll leave it at this. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can always send email to us, mail at itsanotherday.com or mail at crnamerica.com. Or you can call us at
0: 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. I'll leave it at this. Friends, don't despair. Yeah, it's disheartening sometimes to see what what is going on, but don't despair. Uh, I truly believe this when I say this. I truly think that God is on our side, and uh, in the long run, we'll be victorious. You know, it's not going to be a short war. Uh, it's, a, it's a battle. We've lost a couple, but I think we'll win the war.
1: You know, nothing good is ever going to come easy for you. And uh, unfortunately, it's like a diet. When you gain all this weight, it gained over time, it, and we're bloated with a bunch of crap in the White House. It's going to take time to get rid of all the fat and pork that's in the White House and all the bad. So we're just going to have to work at this and chisel it away and with a little faith and luck. Sooner or later, we'll get it back on the right track.
0: From your lips to God's ears. Hey, my friend, have
1: a good day, uh, and we'll see you again tomorrow. I think we'll have something to talk about then too. Oh, there'll be more results out, and there's probably going to be Lots of the uh, people are in shell shock today. I think even the left is in shell shock. So people will be talking. Joe will say something stupid, we know that. <laughs> Take care. And Fetterman too.
0: <laughs> Take care, Bill. The voice of freedom, CRN America.